Swatify, students who advocate technology intended for you. Brought to you by Tisha Poncio and the Salina High School SWAT team. Welcome listeners to our student-led podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tisha Poncio, a digital learning specialist and leader of a great group of student leaders, also known as SWAT, students who advocate technology. SWAT was created out of an idea I had based on Royce City ISD's team, the Chrome Squad, led by Cody Holt. I wanted to take what Cody had and really play into the student leadership side of things, in addition to filling a need with day-to-day tech help for our administrators, students, and teachers. The goal is to give the students a hands-on, real-world learning experience that sets them apart and on a path of success to become great leaders of the world. One of the foundations of our class is our core values, and a few founding and senior members of our team are here to share with you. Today we have Jill, Julie, and Avery. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Jill, you want to go first? Sure. Hi, my name is Jill. I am a third year SWAT student, so I've been there since the beginning. Um, I really enjoy drawing and I've learned a lot of graphic design work through this program and through um, all the opportunities I've been given through SWAT and I'll be pursuing that at Washington Baptist University um, to hopefully have a career in graphic design. But what I want to talk about today is our first core value in our RICH acronym. We have Respect, Integrity, Teachability, Customer Service, Honor, and Honor. So we Really, I'm going to talk about respect today, and respect is such a large part of everyday life and how you conduct yourself professionally. I think one of the things that is the most important is not only to respect others, but also to respect yourself and your time. So things like that is, you know, if you're having to depend on somebody or somebody's depending on you to get something done, the best thing to go about that is efficiently. Uh, to respect their time and also to respect your time. But if you can't do something, or if you're you're booked already, you need to respect yourself and the other person enough to say no. And I think a lot of people overlook that. So respect is generally about gauging what you can do for others and also gauging how you're going to adapt to what other people are doing for you and how those deadlines correlate with each other. I think that's great, Jill. Uh, it's a great explanation. Something that we say in SWAT, if, if you all remember, is I always talk about leading yourself first. So you have to learn to lead yourself first before you can learn to, to lead others. And I think Jill gave a great, great explanation. Thanks, Jill. No Julie? Hello, hello. Yes, hi, my name is Julie. I'm Jill's sister. I am also an original SWAT member. And I learned all of the skills I uh, used in customer service here in SWAT to start my own in-home baking business, doing something I really love doing. I will also be going to Washita Baptist this fall, and I will be studying business administration with an accounting minor to hopefully then take that business into a full-time career when I move back home. Uh, The second part of our RICH acronym is integrity, and we all have heard of integrity before. It's, of course, doing the right thing when nobody else is watching. And here in SWAT, that's one of our most important core values because you get put in a situation in which you have a little bit more power and a little bit more knowledge about how the system works, and it can get very easy to abuse that power. 
uh, in the past, we've had some problems with people taking for granted um, the opportunities that come with SWAT and instead taking full advantage of the power. Um, it's, it's just really important to us that we remain humble in how we deal with different problems we get with uh, technology sometimes if we have a frustration with a teacher and believe they could be doing something differently it's all about how we approach those problems and how we work towards a common goal um, and keep moving forward so we're all on the same page um, one of the ways we do this uh, the most early on is in our SWAT interviews typically what would happen with new members is as they walk in for their interview, we leave a $20 bill down by a table somewhere a little bit inconspicuous and see whether or not they observe it and then what they do with it when they find it. Um, so one of our big integrity tests is whether or not they'll turn it in and say, hey, this is someone's $20 bill. I mean, because <laughs> it's a $20 bill, not a $1 bill. So it's a big fine. And, and do you remember, Julie, there was one or two times during our <laughs> interviews that somebody actually walked away with the $20. Yes. <laughs> and I had to go chasing after them. Yep. That was a really awkward moment, I think, for all of us. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think integrity is such a, um, you know, this is why we all came together and decided that this is one of our core values. Of course, Jill and Julie are founding members and, and you, you ladies um, actually helped come up with these core values and, and decide on them. And I think, Julie, you were right in saying that you're put in lots of different scenarios that really test this um, with great responsibility, um, with great power comes great <laughs> responsibility. And I, I think that for SWAT members, um, especially the new ones, if, if you guys agree, so tell me, speak to that. When you, when new members come in in the beginning, I don't think they realize how much power they actually have. Mm -hmm. Would you guys agree with that? Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so thank you, Julie. And next we have Avery. I am a senior, and while I'm not a founding member, <clears throat> I certainly feel like it because I've learned tons. <laughs> and... I plan to attend Lubbock Christian University to major in biochem and hopefully go work in a crime lab. And my um, third core value is teachability. And this is one of my favorites because I always love learning new things. And this is just such an important one for new members and just everyone to know because Great leaders have to be willing to learn new things because there is always going to be something that they don't know and something that they can always learn. Absolutely. That, that's true. Um, Avery, you know, this wasn't planned, but I'm going to ask you a question. Um, have you seen in your time in SWAT, have you seen um, people who were not teachable or not coachable and, and tell me what you observed there and then Maybe tell me an example of when you watch someone go from uncoachable and unteachable and, and sort of grow into that. So there have definitely been people who haven't been teachable. We did have to take someone off the team because they weren't. But there was someone else who over time we were able to teach them and teach them to be teachable and help them um, learn to accept that they don't know everything. And it's just really neat to see because they go from someone being who thinks they know all the right answers to someone who's willing to ask for help. And that's just a really cool thing to see. 
Absolutely. Uh, just to add to that during, you know, we've had to do interviews differently this spring semester because of the pandemic. And so a lot of my interviews have been via zoom call and, um, it's so interesting because I found myself telling each potential member that I am always going to be doing the thing I ask you to do. So I'll never ask mm -hmm. you to do something I'm not willing to do myself. And, and that really is just to model that teachability. And when we become humble enough in our leadership, and I want you guys to remember this as you go off, when we become humble enough in our leadership, to know that we don't know everything and that the people that are on our team can teach us. That's really, really powerful. So always, always take that with you. Um, thanks, Avery. And honestly, before we move on to the last two values in our core value list, I want to say congratulations to all three of you. You are all graduating class of 2020. And I know that it doesn't look how you expected it to, but Nonetheless, you've done it, you've earned it, and I'm so excited to see how you guys uh, succeed moving forward. Thank you. So Thank you. Jill is going to talk about customer service. So we have a little note here for Jill to, to explain how customer service and patients go together. But I, I just want to say, Jill, out of all of the SWAT members that I've ever had, you honestly are one of the most patient. So <laughs> I think this is perfect that you're going to be talking about it. So... When I, one of my first year projects was to write a handbook about customer service because we were writing handbooks about, um, you know, how this class was going to be conducted. Uh, and what we, we wanted to do that so that we would keep the feeling that we had the first year and the core and the values and the things that we were doing the first year to be new and implemented from years later when we were gone. And one of the things that I learned even in customer service and being at the help desk and helping other people is the phrase, the customer is always right, is not right. <laughs> it's not true. But the customer always deserves patience. I think that's more of an accurate way to say that because they may not know what they're doing, but they may want to have control over that. So they may want to have you know that feeling of I'm not inadequate and I can I know what I'm doing, which most of the time I'm sure we've all been in that situation where we don't know what we're doing, but we want to know what we're doing so that we don't look down. But I think we overcame that a lot by using patience with not only students, but teachers as well and administrators, mm -hmm. because at first we didn't have the influence that we have now. And right. it took us a long time. And that all, you know, time is associated with patience. And I think um, even with the new members as well, there's a learning curve um, coming in. Mm -hmm. It was very different for Julie and I, because we didn't have that learning curve because the, um, in contrast to everyone else who already knew what they were doing, we all didn't know what we were doing. So we, <laughs> yeah. we, we had some sort of direction, but um, there's definitely an adaption to having new people in your space and new people in your team and working with them and trying to make sure that your cohesion with them is equal. Mm -hmm. um, but that translates into how you work with other people as well. Mm -hmm. And it definitely has, a there's a lot of patience in that. I think that that's such a great point, Jill. Um, you are right when, you know, a lot of people don't know we're just uh, three. This is our the end of our third year. So in that first year, we really were, we had no mold. We had no math. There were no rules. So we were all figuring it out just day by day. Um, I have shared this with you guys maybe once or twice, but just this last spring, early, um, maybe early January, I happened to be on LinkedIn and saw the 7-Eleven guidelines um, for being 
part of the 7-Eleven <laughs> team. And I wanted to read those to you because I think they go so well um, with our SWAT team and our values. But the first leadership principle of 7-Eleven is be customer obsessed. And I think just like Jill said, it is hard to do that, especially when your patients um, maybe isn't as much as you thought it was. Um, you know, customer service is, is a big deal, but I think working with people, and I've told SWAT this forever, working with people and learning how to work well with them and learning how to adapt um, and, and just be with them in their space. I think that honestly is one of the, the biggest ways to be successful, no matter what skills you have after that. Mm -hmm. um, here's another one. Be courageous with your point of view. Um, they know, SWAT knows, but we talk about student voice all the time. And if you haven't heard SWAT on a podcast with Region 10 or talking with Michael Dresick and Jennifer Cassidod, um with these global students chat, um, they have done presentations everywhere. And, and they'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But we are always about student voice and student-led culture. Um, another one is challenging the status quo. Do you guys think that we do that as a SWAT team? Oh, yeah. Oh, my every gosh. Day. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think every single day that has been the goal. Acting like a, an entrepreneur is another one. And all of you have talked about the ways that you are doing that. Um, and, and for those that are listening, you can go find all of the students' portfolios under my Wakelet account. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, have an it can be done attitude. I think that goes along with all of our uh, core values. We're going to let Avery wrap. I believe Avery's wrapping yes. up the last one, um, which goes into the very last 7-Eleven leadership principle, which is do the right thing. So Avery's going to talk about honor. Honor is the very last one, but it's certainly not the least. And it kind of wraps <laughs> up all of them because whenever you have honor, you're honest and you're willing to do what is right in every situation. You're willing to have patience. You're willing to be teachable. You're willing to have integrity and you're willing to respect yourself and others. Absolutely. I agree with that. Have, ha have, have we all, and, and I know this answer <laughs> that you guys share with the audience, have we all had moments where we didn't want to do what we knew was right? Mm, yep. <laughs> And usually we would come together and we would talk it out and bend it out, brainstorm it out. And then we go out of the SWAT room and, and, and really walk in that honor. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's tough, but I, I, don't you guys think having these core values posted in the classroom by the door, um, as a reminder every day has helped all of us, um, kind of have a target mm -hmm. for where we need to go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that would be my advice to all of the educators listening, whether you are a administrator, a, a, an educator, a digital learning coach, instructional tech specialist, no matter what your role is, having those core values, whether they're your own or your classroom goals and values, having those posted in the classroom. Um, our posters aren't that awesome, are they, y'all? <laughs> they're just <laughs> black and white, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're super plain, but they're really big as a reminder. Um, so we are going to start something uh, every episode called a Tech Minute. So at the end of every episode, we are going to talk about something in regards to technology, which is our passion and kind of how we are leading in our schools. So we're going to let Julie take over and discuss our tech. Minute. Yes. So for our tech minute today, I want to talk a little bit about some of the conferences um, and things that opportunities we've had throughout the year. Our team has been given the opportunity to present at many different conferences, including Region 10, TCEA and ISTE. 
The ISTE 2020 conference has been rescheduled due to the recent pandemic, but our team is still hopeful that our leader, Ms. Poncio, will still be able to share a presentation about a student-led culture in classrooms and how students can lead even when given the opportunity. It is always a big honor to represent our community of Salina on an international level. Yeah, so if any of you listeners uh, want to go ahead and contact us on Twitter, or Instagram, or email us, let us know what your favorite technology conference is and why. And uh, we'd love to connect and talk that out, maybe see if SWAT has uh, some time and opportunity to share with people at those conferences. Mm -hmm. um, now, lastly, truly lastly, we have um, our call to action, which we always end every presentation with a call to action. And so Jill is going to talk to us about that. Our call to action is for more educators to create more core values for the classrooms and schools. So we want to know what your core value, what values you're using in your classroom. And I want you to tag us on Twitter at CISD SWAT at Texas Tech Chick and use hashtag CISD Swatify and hashtag students can lead to share your answers. Yeah. So let us know what core values you're using in your classroom. And if you don't have any and you want some advice on how to set those up, we would love to help you out. We've done multiple hangout calls. Um, all, all of the students are, they expect when they come into the SWAT room that maybe there's a random hangout call going on, yes. right, guys? Um, so um, we are willing to help in any way and help you get started creating that student-led classroom. Well, thank you, Avery, Jill, and Julie, for joining today and leading this podcast. You're welcome. Um, we so just personally, I want to tell you, um, I, I swore I wasn't going to get emotional <laughs> about this, but I told them before this, this podcast recording that this is really their last legacy um, before they move on. Uh, it's their really last big project. And so I wanted all of them to have this opportunity to, to leave their mark on the CHS SWAT team. But I, I want to tell all of you, all three of you, that honestly, it has been the honor of my life teaching you, <laughs> leading you, and loving you. And so I just want to say thank you. And I love you. Thank you. Okay, you guys, we hope you enjoyed listening to our very, very first SWAT podcast, Swatify. Please follow us on Twitter at CSD SWAT and Instagram at CSD SWAT and be on the lookout for our next episode soon. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 We hope that you enjoyed listening to our very first podcast. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CISD SWAT on both social media platforms and also be on the lookout for our next episode soon.